from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today. It is Wednesday, June 10th. We've got a great show in store for you today, friends. John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, is going to be coming up here soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, breaking open the regathering in the greater Des Moines area parishes. So we'll talk to him all about what uh, opening up masses and all of that is looking like and going to look like here in the Diocese of Des Moines. John Gaffney's got all of the details of that coming up here very soon. Uh, also on the show today, especially for you Knights of Columbus, you were, were pretty excited. I know I, I many Knights took to Facebook and, and Twitter I was excited. I'm a knight. I'm a first degree, but I'm, I'm still a knight. And uh, the founder of the Knights of Columbus, Father Michael McGivney, is uh, going to be beatified. I've got 10 facts here, 10 exciting beatification facts about Father Michael uh, here on the show coming up about 7.15 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saying of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. And that should take us to the end of the hour because with these facts and, of course, excuse me, that's going to be at 745 today. John Gaffney's at 715. So there we go. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Did you uh, bring your umbrella, your galoshes, uh, your boat, or ark today? Yeah, because normally, you're going to need it. I'm, I'm normally not an umbrella guy, but uh, I had to take the van this morning, and there's an umbrella in it, so I was happy there. So that means the, the vehicle your wife has has no umbrella in it. Uh, nice no, job. no, she's much more responsible than me, so she'll definitely bring one. <laughs> Well, it's uh, they said it yesterday it's going to pour. Unfortunately, we thought it'd be uh the weather the rain would be over this morning. It's like it's going to linger into this afternoon and then be dry by evening. So, uh, sticking around a little longer. This is the remnants of the uh, infamous uh, crystal ball uh tropical storm that's moving up and boy is it ever churning out rain. Yeah, I I saw that. Um it looks like for the most part people are staying safe and it's not doing too much damage at all, but which is good. Correct, correct. But just uh, going to be a very damp day. Maybe this evening it'll be uh, a dry. They're saying even you know maybe later this afternoon if you uh, like to get practice in or maybe a round of golf, or go outdoors. You probably will be. They're saying right now maybe after four o'clock it'll stop and won't dry up very much, but at least be able to get outdoors. So yes, there's sir. your day, John. It's it's a matter of having a kayak, canoe, or ark, whatever yep. your choice of transportation. You're going to need something. Absolutely. So. How was yesterday? Everything good yesesterday for you? Uh, you stayed in town again, apparently. Yeah, these weeks just keep getting uh, 
uh, going faster and faster, I feel like. So I I, I don't leave town until the end of June. So I'll have uh, my first parish mission going on at the end of June. Of course, um, they've only, uh, they're only able to sell a hundred tickets for it, for the church, because the church, uh, capacity is 400. Mm-hmm. So they're able to have 25% in there. And, um, yeah, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting back out there. I was going to ask you when your first, uh, parish mission was scheduled and yeah, they're going to have to do that with, uh, half the, uh, either 25 or 50%, uh, capacity and social distancing. And that's how we're going to move back into what we were before the pandemic. Now I hear the fair is going to offer, uh, offer their consensus, or I guess, uh, they're going to say what, if they're going to have it or not today. Mm-hmm. Today, they moved up the announcement. It was supposed to be this coming Monday and they're moving it up to today. So we'll find out at the Iowa state fair will happen or not happen or be modified. Don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm hoping there's something at least because, you know, the, the fair is just so unbelievably important to the state of Iowa. But I can understand if not. So I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly will. I know other states have uh, uh, canceled their fair, Minnesota, Wisconsin, for a couple of examples. So we'll, we shall see. All Pray right. for the best. That's it. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning, folks. You might want to be indoors for a little bit, as uh, right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We're still under a, a flash flood watch here in central Iowa. Showers and thunderstorms currently right now. 60 degrees our temperature. West-northwest winds at 18 miles per hour with gusts up to 30, and it will be windy and cooler today. We could see an additional 2 to 4 inches of rain as uh, the uh, remnants of tropical storm crystal ball still is in effect a heavy rain this morning and then this afternoon they're saying around three four o'clock it may end here in central iowa today's high 73 degrees northwest winds throughout the day 20 gusting to over 30 miles per hour tonight clear skies overnight low of 57 degrees the winds will pick up or continue to pick up west northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and then tomorrow mostly sunny dry high of 81 degrees for your thursday and the next uh, four days actually look that way Friday, Saturday, and Sunday included highs in the upper 70s, lower 80s all three days. And next chance of rain is next chance of rain is in the middle of next week. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, Des Moines Mayor Frank County has altered his COVID-19 emergency declaration for the city of Des Moines as the Iowa high school baseball season approaches. Now, Tuesday's amendments uh, to his original March 15th disaster proclamation, instituting rules for outdoor gatherings of more than 10 people, including sporting events on public property here in the city. Principal Park, the home of the Iowa Cubs, is owned by the city of Des Moines and will host its first pandemic-era baseball games in Iowa this coming Monday, June 15th. Now, under the mayor's proclamation, grandstand-style or permanent seating such as Principal Park will be limited to 50% of capacity. Principal Park holds 11,500 seats and 1,933 seats will be available to fans attending high school games at Principal Park. Now, the event sponsor must ensure six feet of spacing between people or groups attending. Admission is $8 at Principal Park. Children under three are free. Parking is free. And there will be concession stands open. And tickets will go on sale for high school baseball games at Principal Park one hour before the game. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, the 
Dowling baseball and softball teams open up their season this coming Monday, June 15th. Both teams will be at Des Moines North for doubleheaders. The baseball team gets underway at 3.30 with a double varsity game and the softball game at 5 o'clock. The Dowling baseball team has its home opener at Principal Park. what I just had in the news earlier, and they will play on at 5 o'clock at Principal Park this coming Wednesday, June 15th, and we'll have the game right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Joe Stacy with the call, uh, and he'll be broadcasting from Principal Park. Dowling softball team will have their home opener also on Wednesday at the Dowling softball field. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines, currently we have showers and thunderstorms here in central Iowa. We are under a flash flood watch. Uh, Currently it's 60 degrees right now with west-northwest winds at 18 miles per hour, gusting up to 30. And today it'll be windy, cooler, and a possible 2 to 4 inch additional rain here in central Iowa as we'll see heavy rain this morning, tapering off around 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon, a high of 73 degrees. Northwest winds throughout the day at 20, gusting to over 30 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are starting off accident-free. We do have a lot of wet roads with the rain, so uh, do take your time if you're headed out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Pope Francis has now, this is breaking yesterday from Catholic News Agency, Hannah Brokaw. Um, as Bishop of Rome, Pope Francis has started a new fund with 1 million euros, 1.1 million to be exact, to help those in the Diocese of Rome who are facing economic difficulty because of the coronavirus. In a letter to Cardinal Angelo de Donatis, um, Rome's Vicar General, Pope Francis said, quote, there are many fathers and mothers of a family who are fighting with difficulty to be able to set the table for their children and to guarantee there will be the minimum need. As Bishop of Rome, I decided to institute in the diocese the Jesus the Divine Worker Fund to recall the dignity of work. Now, the 1 million euros, Hannah says, will go to the Diocese of Rome's charitable organization, Caritas, and is intended to help those who are most gravely impacted economically because of the coronavirus and the measures put in place to control its spread. Um, especially, the Pope said, the fund is for those who are likely to be excluded from institutional sources of support. Pope Francis said he wanted Rome's return to normality, normality excuse me, after the coronavirus pandemic to be marked by, quote, a work which sees us united above all in facing the suffering of those who are the most marginalized. So this is going to go uh, to affect those, especially that aren't going to be able to see um, some of the the help from the government there. Holy Father uh, instituting that 1.1 million euros for them.
John Gaffney coming up, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines. Going to leave plenty of time because I know some people have questions and I got some here myself when we talk about breaking open and regathering here in the greater Des Moines parishes. Boy, light at the end of the tunnel, huh? Pretty exciting stuff, but nonetheless, we want to make sure to do so safely and under the bishop's discretion and guidance. And he's just doing a great job with that. So we'll have John Gaffney uh, to be able to kind of uh, talk to us and talk us through a lot of that. In the second half hour, 10 fascinating facts about the Father Michael McGivney cause for canonization, uh, at least his beatification, coming up here on the show. And I've got a lot of those here. Pretty exciting stuff for the Knights of Columbus. John Leonetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, as you know, always comes first. Now, they're everywhere, and you know one of the things that I think is cool is their technicians are trained in their in-home training facility. 20 years this has been going on. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services, Golden Rule. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting the show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Gray's Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Joining me, friends, John Leonetti in the morning right here 
on Iowa Catholic Radio, Wednesday, June 10th. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Let's go to uh, our next guest, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines. John Gaffney joins me. Hello, John. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. All right. Light at the end of the tunnel, my friend. It is. It is. It's, it's, it, you know, it doesn't seem like that. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking in the midst of a, a, a storm, but, you know, storm clouds move away. Uh, the storm clouds of, of this pandemic, at least for the time being, and hopefully um, from now on, are, are moving away. So it's time to uh, get back to the most important evangelization effort uh, that uh, the Church has, which is the Source and Summit uh, that is the Eucharist. Well, I don't know if there's anyone more excited for this than uh, our bishop and our priests. I, I've spoken to a few of them, friends of mine as well, uh, that, that are priests, and They've just said that they they want to see their people again. They want to help their people again, and and uh, this is this is the time. Of course, slowly, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, speak to that because I I know you know many people we we all hurt in this, but especially our priests, they really uh, suffered, and, and in ways I I didn't really even understand until I've spoken to some of them. Oh no it it really it really was very very difficult uh, for for our priests. Um, and I don't know if uh, if you're a lector or do any uh, ministry at at your parish that you go to, John. I do. I try to I'm keep a... my kids quiet. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> the Great whole time. Ministry. <laughs> Great ministry. Well, um, I'm a lector at St. Teresa's Parish, and so uh, one time during uh, these uh, online uh, masses, I was invited to uh, to lector, and um, lecturing to an empty mm. church was the saddest, most heartbreaking experience of my life as a Catholic. Mm. And I can only imagine offering... Yes, um, our, our priests are still offering uh, the sacrifice of Holy Mass, but, um, but to not have anybody there, or only maybe two or three people... Um, it, it really took its toll on our priests. Yeah, it, it was different to be able to see it too, even uh, online and, and everything. It's just it's been something. But as we said, light is now at the end of the tunnel. Let's get some information um, that, that's coming out now for the Greater Des Moines parishes. Where do we sit right now, and where are we going? So right now, we uh, the Des Moines metro area, which would include Polk County, Dallas, and Warren, are in phase one, which means weekday masses are now resuming. So uh, different parishes, uh, each priest has has the option of when they're going to start. A good example is St. Ambrose uh, Cathedral. If you're working downtown, if you're driving on the way to uh, work and say, hey, I'm just going to pop over for the 1210 at St. Ambrose, not this week. It starts uh, next Tuesday. A couple of things. Uh, they're still working with their volunteers. And we have a wonderful ordination that's going to be happening on Friday as uh, as Three of our seminarians are ordained a transitional deacon, so um, so they're going to hold off till Tuesday. So it, <clears throat> you might want to check the website of the parish that you go to um, to just make sure uh, when they're going to uh, uh, be starting mass. But that starts today, or actually started yesterday, and uh, in most of our parishes here in the Des Moines metro area. So now, is there uh, guidelines for the, all parishes that they have to? And, of course, some parishes are going to have some of their own or add to them, but are there some guidelines? I don't want to put you on the spot naming all of no. them, but uh, it, that, that all parishes must uh, and people must attend to? Yes. So, so with re- regards to our Phase 1 openings, 
what we're looking for is um, uh, safety is is the key word, and and so in that safety, uh, face masks are strongly recommended. So so one of the things I've been sharing with uh, the faithful um, and and volunteers as I've been going out and helping them get ready for phase one is is be flexible, be kind, be charitable because things are not going to necessarily look the same way uh, for the time being as, as, as we get started. So face masks are strongly recommended. They're not required, but they are certainly strongly recommended and an act of charity uh, for your sister and brother in Christ. We just do not know exactly how, um, how far the, um, um, uh, the COVID, if, if someone is infected, the COVID uh, uh, droplets can spread. And remember, when you're proclaiming or if you're singing, you're projecting um, a little bit more than if you're just talking. So, so face masks are strongly recommended. You may see ushers, even at a weekday mass. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, most parishes are doing ushers who will um, bring you into the, uh, into the worship space and, and seat you so that you're uh, able to, uh, 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 to be uh, physically distancing. Some parishes, for uh, cleaning purposes, are uh, doing one side of their their church for one day and another side for another day. So, so if there are ushers, let them escort you to the spot. Don't anticipate you go to your normal uh, spot that you went for weekday mass. And I think the final thing is, um, think about our priests. We talked about that at the beginning. They may not be distributing mass, especially when we get to weekend masses. They may not be distributing um, Holy Communion. Uh, because of their own vulnerable state, or the vulnerable people that they're going to journey to as they continue their priestly ministry. Yeah. Uh, what what is uh, what advice do you give, and, and does Bishop Johnson gift, uh, and other leaders, as you said, as we do start to regather? Well, I, again, I think that the big thing that I always say is that, that being flexible, um, uh, and, and I think the that's a great question. I think, though, the one thing I have uh, I've said to people in the rural areas who've already started Phase 1 uh, and now starting into weekend masses is um, if you've not had the opportunity to grieve yet, um, uh, maybe uh, start, start uh, looking at that because um, uh, one of the things that I've heard is well, Mass is just not the same way as it was. Mm. Uh, there's all these things that we've got to do. And um, uh, there was one lady I was on a phone call with who um, is using the face mask but found it really difficult uh, taking the face mask off, receiving communion, and then putting it back on. And she was so afraid if she was going to drop Jesus. And, and, and she was almost in tears. And, and we just spent some time praying together, talking through it, I think those are the things that people are not necessarily going to even think about when they step back into church. But but if if that's where uh, if, if that's what you're feeling, um, you know, share that with someone, talk to someone about that, and allow yourself that opportunity to grieve. It'll get better, but we're still going through a process. Yeah, I think you're exactly right on that. Now, weekend masses here in the Greater Des Moines area. What's the plan? So so provided, uh, and this is a big caveat, but. Our numbers, uh, the data for our health trends is going the right direction. So provided that um, uh, there's, there's no uh, recurrence of COVID in the Des Moines metro area and, and the cleaning 
uh, area, um, the, the cleaning procedures are going well because each, between each mass, um, you've got volunteers and staff who are cleaning the church. Um, so, so provided all of those things go well during phase one, um, perhaps by the end of this month, uh, weekend masses uh, will will be resuming. Um, in our rural area, we asked for at least a cycle of two weekends between um, uh, between when they started phase one. So if that's the case here, it could be as early as uh, June 27th, 28th. Well, you talk about this, I know you mentioned a little bit of it, but you know, personally for you I, I, as a employee and as someone that's working through this, how does that, how does that work? I mean, are you guys kind of around the table and, and just discussing this? Are you, who are you listening to? Where are you getting the information from? I think that's of interest to people. Well, it's a great question. First of all, it would, it would be amazing if we could get around a table. We're having to do all these things on Zoom, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, that's, that's an issue. And, and it's an issue because, you know, Catholics are, are relational. I yeah. mean, um, we're, we're incarnational, um, and, and so being together and, and all of those things is, is important. But um, the Regathering Committee, that's a great question, John. The Regathering Committee is not just... Um, staff at the Pastoral Center, but it includes um, our priests who are um, been um, asked to be part of the Presbyteral Council. So the Des Moines Diocese has six regions, um, and a priest uh, serves as kind of the, uh, the facilitator for that region at meetings. So each of those six uh, priests are a part of it. But then we reach out um, to, um, to medical doctors, one at Mercy and one at Unity Point, uh, to get uh, to get information, we look at the website. We look at um, at all of the data that the Iowa Department of Public Health is giving us, um, and then um, our uh, uh, regathering team leader, who's Adam Story, he is in touch with every single um, uh, diocese here in in Iowa, and each week they have a conversation about this, and they break open all of the information to make sure. That uh, we're 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 being cautious, not overly cautious, but we're being cautious and careful as we start regathering. Yeah, yeah. It takes a it takes a village, and there's quite a few people I know that have uh, been at this and and working hard for it. John Gaffney, director of evangelization and catechesis. Anything in your department? Anything you're looking to right now? Maybe in the fall, or that we should know of. Well, um, one of the things that we're working on right now, and we'll get it out is um, uh, launching a series of podcasts especially focused for young adults. Cool. So, uh, and the first guest for that podcast will be Bishop Johnson. So, uh, so, so definitely uh, look for that uh, as, as, we, uh, as we continue to, uh, to come up. And then um, one of the other things we're uh, uh, looking at is, is how we can uh, continue to provide um, excellent opportunities for the faithful, um, uh, even if for the time being it's still um, uh, it, it's still on video. So, so people reaching out to people like yourself in your ministry uh, who can uh, maybe do an online type of uh, of, uh, of ministry and uh, resource for the faithful. Uh, one of the other things I do want to say, John, because I, I realized I forgot to say it, is uh, Bishop has not lifted. Um, the, the dispensation uh, for the Sunday obligation. Sure. So if people feel uncomfortable about coming back to Mass once weekend Masses are resuming, um, they can still continue to um, uh, 
be participating online until um, until they start feeling comfortable yeah, with that, regards to that. That's an important one, especially for those that are a little more vulnerable than than others um, to, to take that precaution. John Gaffney, Director of Evangelization and Catechesis. This is the most hope I've, I've uh, felt in an interview in a long time when it comes to, to Mass. Yeah, well, we're not in the Easter season any longer, but it's a time to say Alleluia, Alleluia. Yes, it is, and uh, we'll continue to listen to the direction of the diocese. Again, I, I personally, I just think you guys have done a great job, and, and I'm excited for, for what's to come. John Gaffney, talk to you soon, brother. God bless. Have All a right. good day. All right. Uh, coming up in the second half hour, friends, 10 fascinating facts about the beatification of Father McGivney and just really kind of how that process has come about. A lot of people um, in, in the Knights of Columbus are very excited, posting all over the place of the founder of the Knights. It's going to be beatified by Pope Francis. Uh, I don't think we have an official date for that yet um, from everything that I've read. But uh, normally, th- that's like the one area in the Vatican where they move a little bit more quick than, than what you would expect. Um, the, the Vatican, obviously, you know, the, the, whole, uh, the whole knock on the church is that it's, it always moves slow. And it does. And for most of the time, for right reason. Uh, but it seems to me, anyway, that when the church announces a canonization or beatifications, they move pretty swiftly on it. So uh, I think we'll probably find that as well. Father McGivney and all of the um, facts that led up to his beatification coming up in the second half hour. John Linetti in the morning right here on this Wednesday, June 10th. Friends, thank you for being a part of the show today. And a thank you to Dean Bell of Bell Construction for underwriting the show. Uh, I got a... Uh, a email from him last night and he said hey do you know this certain person they reached out to me for a new roof and i said yes i do a good man indeed dean bell bell construction thank you for underwriting the show and all you continue to do for us here at iowa catholic radio residential re-roofs like commercial jobs for the last 30 years 515-963-4494 residential re-roofs 963-44 Nine four, Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord The scribes and Pharisees who opposed Jesus were insistent upon following the law for the sake of complying with it. Even though he is the only person who can fulfill the law, In other words, follow it perfectly. He expects us to still try to follow it. As Christians, we're meant to strive for perfection by following the letter as well as the spirit of the law and to help others do the same. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. We're going to be getting Dr. Jim Blessman on here soon just to check in and see uh, how, of course, we, we know how things have changed, but how they're getting back to a little semblance of normalcy here. Blessman International. They operate vegetable farms, chicken farms, fish farm uh, initiatives to provide sustainable sources of food for the families that they serve there in Limpopo, South Africa. And some of those things have had to be put on halt. Uh, lately, um, but as as we said, they're they're getting back into it now. Blessmaninternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show here and all you continue to do for so many of those families there. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about some uh, facts of the Father McGivney cause for beatification. Many of them they are leading the way towards it, um, and and they came out just the other day. So we'll have that for you coming up here soon. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa and your saint of the day here on this Wednesday, June 10th. Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John, on this uh, rainy Wednesday morning. How's that backyard of yours? You said you had a little low spot. and Is there uh, ducks and uh, uh, a few wildlife uh, back there right now with all the rain? Could be. I haven't mowed it, that, that low spot. I haven't mowed it in four weeks, so I just keep going right around it. I, I, I always do a test run, so I just go through it once, and then uh, if, if, if it's brown, you don't, you don't keep going. You destroy the grass, so... So yeah, you do a test run, yeah. and if you get stuck, then what? Yeah, uh, well, I haven't thought that one through yet, but uh-huh. yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, I got to be careful there. That's, what, that's why we're here. Deacon Tony, Jimmy, and I are here to help you through these things. You might want to think about a test run. You may not want to do that. Yeah, then I'll be, get these uh, legs in action, start getting behind and pushing. What you might be concerned about is the DNR stopping by you and uh, saying, hey, do you have a permit to have these ducks and geese and all these other flyover animals that should be in our state parks and uh, federal reserves? Uh, Why are they in your backyard? You you may want to consider that. We're about there today. Those birds are gone now. The gators got them. (laughs) Gators moved in. That's right. Good grief. Got his own little wildlife in his backyard. Little marsh. Marsh Marshy area, John. That's that's, Doesn't look like it's getting any better now. Oh, it's coming down, and I heard rumbles of thunder. Hopefully, I don't. It's not supposed to be severe weather. But we could hear uh, thunderstorms throughout the day, but my goodness, the wind gusts! And this is the cold front moving through. I was wrong earlier. This, it's not the remnants of a crystal ball. The uh, tropical storm went through yesterday. This is the cold front following it, and man, it's packing some uh, a lot of precipitation. Two to four inches of rain in parts of of Iowa, including central Iowa, possible today. So be mindful of that with flooding. Get that umbrella. 
Yeah, where, yeah, your umbrella. I bet it's in your uh, your van right now, correct? Well, my wife's is, is in the van. Um, I, again, she's much more responsible than me, so there's no doubt she, she got one before she left this morning. But, uh, yeah, she, she leaves one in. If it was up to me, no, I would not have one at all. I'm I just see. that well, guy. I just run. Uh, you'll, you'll need it most of the day as they extended it. They said yesterday that the rain would be moving through by morning. Well, today they're saying we're going to have rain until this afternoon. And then this evening it should clear off and dry off. So there you go. For right. folks that wanted to get outdoors, a little, a little too wet today. I'll take it tonight. <clears throat> All right. All right. Well, once again, here we go from the WHO-TV uh, Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We are under a flash flood watch here in central Iowa. Showers and thunderstorms currently 60 degrees right now with heavy rain. Wind gusts up to 30 miles per hour right now as it will be windy and cooler today. And as we mentioned earlier, an additional 2 to 4 inches of rain possible in parts of Iowa, including central Iowa. As heavy rain this morning giving way to uh, partly cloudy skies later on this afternoon towards uh, uh, rush hour, they're saying now it will clear off. High of 73 degrees, northwest winds 20 to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, clear skies. Overnight low of 57 degrees. The winds will be gusty at 10 to 20 miles per hour out of the northwest. But then tomorrow through Sunday, mostly sunny. Highs in the upper 70s, lower 80s all four days. So you got to get out and enjoy the dry weather after we get through today. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning, Des Moines Mayor Frank County has altered his COVID-19 emergency declaration for the city of Des Moines as the uh, Iowa high school baseball season approaches. Uh, Tuesday's amendment to his original uh, March 15th disaster proclamation instituting rules for outdoor gatherings of more than 10 people including sporting events on public property now principal park which is the home of the iowa cubs is owned by the city of des moines and will host the first pandemic era baseball games uh, in Iowa this coming Monday as the Iowa high school baseball season gets underway. Under the mayor's proclamation, grandstand style or permanent seating, such as Principal Park, will be limited to 50% of capacity. Now, Principal Park holds 11,500 seats, and uh, 1,933 seats will be available to fans attending high school baseball games at Principal Park. Now, the event sponsor must ensure six foot of uh, spacing between people, or groups that are attending. Admission to the games, uh, the high school baseball games, is $8 at Principal Park. Children under three are free. Parking is free, and concession stands will be open. Tickets will go on sale for high school baseball games at Principal Park one hour before game time. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, the Dowling baseball and softball teams open up their season this coming Monday, uh, June 15th, as the Maroons on the road at Des Moines North. The baseball doubleheader gets underway at 3.30 at North, while the softball game gets underway at 5 o'clock. And our first uh, broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio will be from Principal Park as the Dowling baseball team opens up their home opener at Principal Park against Des Moines Lincoln. That'll be uh, one week from today, Wednesday, June 15th. Lincoln and Dowling, 5 o'clock, doubleheader. We'll have both games with Joe Stacy make on the call on Iowa Catholic Radio next Wednesday from Principal Park. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently in Des Moines, we have showers and thunderstorms uh, and a flash flood watch uh, for most of uh, central Iowa. Uh, currently 60 degrees with uh, west-northwest winds at 18 miles per hour. Gusts up to 30 miles per hour. And today it'll be windy and cooler. Heavy rain this morning and it should uh, taper off 
uh, by rush hour tonight, a high of 73 degrees here in central Iowa with northwest winds at 20, gusting to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still active and freeze. We continue with that drive this morning. Again, no wet roads, so uh, take it easy and slow as you are uh, out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. From mother to mother superior, this woman found a way to serve God in the poor. Blessed Wakima today was a Spanish woman who lived shortly before the Napoleonic invasion of Spain. At a young age, she wanted to be a nun, but her life took a different turn, and she was married to a young lawyer with whom they had eight children. The couple cared for their children until war with France separated the two. Wakima's husband was killed in that war. The young widow re-experienced her desire to join a religious order, but she knew first she had duties to raise her children. When her children were all grown, Wakima founded a religious order, the Carmelite Sisters of Charity. Sickness would force Wakima from her role as Mother Superior, and she slowly developed paralysis. She would write it was like, quote, dying by inches. At her death in 1854, at the age of 71, Wakima was known and admired for her high degree of prayer, deep trust in God, selfless charity, and heroic suffering. We ask today, blessed Wakima, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day. Yes, it can be easy to put things off like wills and estate planning, but that's not a good idea. 224-1776. Thank you for underwriting the show and the same of the day. 224-1776. Uh, many of you have heard, especially our Knights of Columbus, that Father Michael McGivney is going to be beatified by Pope Francis. I've got 10 facts for you on what and how that all process came together uh, leading up to, of course, the beatification. The date is yet to be set, but will be uh, soon, I know, from the Vatican. Uh, we'll have that for you, those 10 facts for you right after this. This will be a good one for you Knights of Columbus out there. Wives of the Knights, call your husbands and tell them to listen. This is pretty good stuff. Don't go anywhere. John Lynetti the morning right here on this Wednesday. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Planting a landscape passion about providing natural solutions, creating a lush and full landscape for customers to enjoy for many, many years. Again, passion is the key. Beautiful looking landscapes is what drives this family. Honesty and integrity comes first. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Father Andrew now, or excuse me, uh, your diocesan minute is right now. 
This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, June 10th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. As parishes in the metro area soon begin offering weekday masses, the faithful ages 5 and up are asked to wear a face mask before entering the church. You and or your family will be asked to observe social distancing throughout your time in the building. Family units must sit six feet away from others during Mass. You're encouraged to use the hand sanitizer placed by the door when entering and exiting the building. Offertory baskets will also be placed by the door for tithing drop-off. Bishop Johnson strongly urges that you receive Holy Communion in hands for the common good. If you're elderly, vulnerable to COVID-19, or live with someone who is vulnerable, you're encouraged to stay home. Though weekend Masses have not yet resumed in the metro area, the Sunday Mass obligation remains suspended. For those who do not attend Mass, know that God's infinite grace and mercy remain abundantly available. Find more resources and liturgical guidelines on the Diocese of Des Moines website, dmdiocese.org. The Diocese of Des Moines will be celebrating this Friday at 5 p.m. as three of our seminarians, Brad Roby, Jake Epstein, and Reed Flood, will be ordained transitional deacons for the Diocese of Des Moines. This is their last step before ordination to priesthood next year. You can participate in this celebration virtually by tuning into the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page at 5 p.m. this Friday evening. Go to facebook.com slash dmdiocese. That's our news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence Brewing Company at 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company offers curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, there are some free opportunities coming up here soon, friends, uh, for you. And, and when I say soon, I mean soon uh, for you to be able to take part in virtual uh, conferences that are going to be taking place. Uh, one that I'm going to be involved with, and uh, that is the virtual Catholic Eucharistic Conference um, that's going to be taking place uh, this weekend. It's going to be free Saturday and Sunday. Um, at virtualcatholicconference.com is where you can go. I'll be one of the speakers there amongst many. I know thousands, tens of thousands have already signed up for this from around the world, which is pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I already recorded my talk, Saints in the Eucharist. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll be giving it. Of course, you know, the idea around this Eucharistic conference, and I've been an advisor uh, on the board with it. Um, it the, the idea of this uh, was to help people really 
uh, I, I guess you would say, I, I reawaken them to the power of the Eucharist and what we have at, at our at our disposal, the graces that God gives us in giving us himself. And, um, you know, of course, for many of us, we've been away from him for a long time, uh, for a few months, that is, and being able to receive him. And I don't know about you, but I felt that ache. You feel that ache deep in your soul. Uh, and because of that, I, I thought and others have thought that it was a good time for us to come together and talk about it, but also to really try and help us cultivate a deeper devotion to our Lord in the Eucharist, the very source and summit of the Christian life, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church says. No greater gift God could give to us, St. Augustine says, than himself. No greater gift. If God wanted to, he couldn't give us any more than what is in that tabernacle in your parish. And that is his son. As the Bible says, for the life of the world. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has life in them. And uh, so I I came together with a few guys and we put this thing together and already tens of thousands of people are going to be joining us for this. It is free for you. Virtualcatholicconference.com is where you can go and uh, check it out. There's a premium package too. So if you miss it or you're not able to make it this weekend, you can purchase all of the talks uh, there for a, a nominal fee. And uh, then you can have those forever if you would like. But I had fun being a part of that. So that's one, one area that you can grow in your faith. This other one is for all you ladies out there. The Given Institute uh, has announced a free online event that's taking place starting today through June 14th, so through Sunday. Uh, And it is a free online event, Discover the Gift, seeking to empower women to realize their worth and unique gifts in God and the faith. Uh, The event by the group, which works to foster leadership in young Catholic women, has made and was made after the in-person given forum was canceled due to COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, while not being able to gather together in Washington, this unfolds an opportunity for wider engagement for the entire given network to activate the gifts of women across the globe. Rachel Harkins Ullman said, I've had her on the show, by the way, she's the executive director of the Given Institute. Now more than ever, the dignity and vocation of women needs to be unleashed into the church and the world to protect the vulnerable, provide direction in a time of crisis and mentor the next generation of female leaders online. It's free scheduled starting today, June 10th to the 14th. The original dates of the given forum and are going to be open to many and all any woman, excuse me, it says, of any age who signs up. Each day will feature a different keynote speaker, reflection questions for discussion and time of prayer. Given is uh, what this is called. And they've got quite a few speakers here. I won't list all of them, uh, but they've got quite a few on there. So just type in given in Google. And I didn't find a link to it, which is kind of strange. But just uh, type in given conference, G-I-V-E-N conference, and you should be able to find it. All right, all you Knights of Columbus out there, I'm sure you were excited, as was I. I'm a first-degree knight, but nonetheless a knight, uh, to be able to see that the founder of the Knights of Columbus is going to be beatified. The announcement coming out of the Vatican uh, a couple weeks ago, Pope Francis is going to beatify Father Michael McGivney, which is, uh, I think, a big deal for the Knights. I mean, a a real big deal. Because when you have the founder of any movement, any organization like this, uh, proclaimed a, a blessed and then, of course, on to proclaimed a saint, I think that just gives uh, credibility, um, it gives weight, and of course the most important thing is it gives a little extra prayer. 
uh, to the cause. And we know our Knights, big supporters of the Knights here at Iowa Catholic Radio and love the work that they continue to do, especially in our community here of Des Moines. But you may wonder, how does all that come about? So where, where does that start? How does, you know, does the Pope just one day wake up and say, hey, I, I think we're going to proclaim this guy a blessed? That's well, not necessarily, well, it's definitely not the way it works. It started December 18th, 1997, when his cause, Father McGivney's cause, was officially open for sainthood, uh, and that was opened in Hartford by Archbishop Daniel Cronin. Uh, Father McGivney is given the title, once that is open, servant of God. So you wonder when when that comes about, how they get that t- first title of servant of God. It's when the cause is officially opened. And again, that was in Hartford, Connecticut. Then there comes a complete diocesan review. Well, that was completed March 6th of 2000. So it was about three years. And uh, that was the closing of the diocesan investigation into Father McGivney's life holiness, and virtues. Uh, From there, it goes to a thousand-page document that needs to lay out the case for Father McGivney's cause, and that is presented to the Congregation for the Cases and Causes, excuse me, of Saints at the Vatican. Well, that was presented to him uh, in the summer of 2002, so it took another couple years to compile that 1,000-page document. I told you, the Church is very thorough in all of this, folks, very thorough. You know, they, they want to make sure that they do their due diligence when it comes to uh, looking into someone's life like this. October 2003, John Paul II commended the KFC uh, founder and uh, did so publicly, which is a good sign, of course. In a message to the Knights of Columbus, St. John Paul II praised the order and its founder, quote, in fidelity to the vision of Father McGivney, may you continue to seek new ways of being a leaven of the gospel in the world and a spiritual force for the renewal of the church in holiness, unity, and truth. And you know why you say, what's the big deal about that? When, when the Pope comes out public like that, praising someone, especially when their case or cause is started for canonization, uh, that is seen as really a, a, a nice wink or a nod that, hey guys, we're on the right track. Uh, his biography was published in July of 2006. I've yet to read this yet, and I, I still want to. Parish Priest, Father McGivney in American Catholicism uh, by historians Douglas Brinkley and Julie Fenster. Uh, it was published by William Morrow and Harper Collins. Uh, that was, again, July 2006. I do have a copy of it at, at my house. Uh, he was declared venerable March 15th of 2008, confirming Father McGivney's heroic virtue. Pope Benedict XVI declared him a venerable uh, servant of God. And the degree states in part concerning the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love, both toward God and neighbor, they existed to a heroic degree in the servant of God, Michael McGivney, diocesan priest and founder of the Fraternal Order of the Knights of Columbus. So if you're keeping track here, folks, it started in 1997 and he was officially declared venerable in 2008. So again, church taking its time here, wading through the waters of his life. Pope Benedict XVI on April 2000. So we go from March to April, cites exemplary American priest during his visit to St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. Uh, the Holy Father, Pope Benedict XVI, cited the remarkable accomplishment of that exemplary American priest, quote, the Venerable Michael McGivney, whose vision and zeal led to the establishment of the Knights of Columbus. Again, you know, you may say, well, what's the big deal? He's just talking about it. Very public. 
It's a, during a visit to the United States. The cause is opened. He's already declared a venerable. Again, a big, big nod when the Holy Father comes out like that, uh, that we're headed in the right direction. Well, now that takes us all the way to September 2017, because now we're waiting for the miracles. And you got to have the miracles in if you're going to have this. Now, he was not a martyr, so that means he needed two miracles. Uh, a martyr would just need one. But because he wasn't, so the Vatican and the church waits. September 2017, yes, just a few years ago, results of an investigation into a possible miracle attributed to the intercession of Father McGivney was sent to the Congregation of the Causes of Saints. Three years later, February 2020, Pope Francis tells the Knights of Columbus Board of Directors that the order has been faithful, quote, to the vision of your founder, Venerable Michael McGivney, who is inspired by the principles of Christian charity and fraternity to assist those most in need. He said that again publicly. So now you have three popes that have come out publicly praising this man. And finally, May 27, 2020. Oh, yeah, just a few days ago, the miracle was approved for beatification. After extensive medical and theological reviews, the Holy See announced that Pope Francis authorized a decree regarding the miracle attributed to the intercession of Father McGivney, opening the way now for his canonization. So, again, you're keeping track, 1997 all the way till just May 27th, a few days ago. And he is now officially going to be beatified. So that's how it all takes place. Interesting stuff. I know I learned a little bit throughout that uh, as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today, friends. I am John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.